I think he's got to be uh, a favourite hymn writer from the past. He's probably one of our most prolific hymn writers, having written between six and 7,000 hymns. I can only think of one person who's uh, beaten him, and I think that's Fanny Crosby, over in America a number of years ago. But uh, Charles Wesley hymns, yeah, still worth singing, and many of them are still sung. Mm-hmm. And what about Over a Thousand Tongues to Sing? Over a Thousand Tongues is a singable mm-hmm. song. Uh, not many people know, perhaps, that originally it had 18 verses. And I think we're grateful to his brother John for suggesting that was maybe a bit much and that we should sing fewer. But the way it came about is an interesting way. Um, many people know John Wesley's story, 24th of May, 1738, when he was listening to someone speaking at a little meeting in Aldersgate Street in London. He wrote in his journal, I felt my heart strangely warmed. I felt I did trust in Christ, Christ alone for salvation. And an assurance was given me that he had taken away my sins, even mine, and saved me from the law of sin and death. But uh, not so many people know that just a few days before, on the 21st of May, which was Whit Sunday that year, um, Charles Wesley had come into a similar experience. And it was a year afterwards, as an anniversary hymn, that he wrote, O for a Thousand Tongues to Sing. Now, uh, O for a Thousand Tongues to Sing was not the first verse which he wrote. The first verse which he wrote was, Glory to God and praise and love be ever, ever given by saints below and saints above the church in earth and heaven. On this glad day, the glorious sun of righteousness arose. On my benighted soul, he shone and filled it with repose. So it's a reference to what had happened a year before. The the, the reference to offer a thousand tongues is an interesting one because Peter Bowler, a Moravian missionary, had been a great help to both Charles and John Wesley in their spiritual search. And Peter Bowler on one occasion had said, had I a thousand tongues, I would praise the Lord with them all. So a year after this spiritual experience that Charles Wesley had, he wrote, oh, for a thousand tongues to sing my great Redeemer's praise. And what about the the tunes? Because did the Wesleys write tunes as well? The Wesleys very often used tunes that were around. And uh, sometimes they were tunes from uh, the, the, the stage. Sometimes they were tunes from the pubs, the taverns, and uh, they borrowed them. People knew the tune, fit in the words, on you go. So there are several tunes that are still sung today, and I think the tune that we sing today is probably not the tune that they sang in the early days. At that time. Yeah. But an inspiring story, nevertheless. <laughs> <laughs> 